van life. A podcast based around the people inside the vans, not just the vans themselves. My name is Nikki and I'll be your host. I am based on Vancouver Island, British Columbia. And I'm starting this podcast because I want to share with others the amazing people I meet along my journey of living an alternative lifestyle and all the beauty they have to offer. I also hope that this podcast gives you inspiration, answers some of your questions, leaves you feeling puzzled, and leaves you wanting more. Feel free to connect with me on Instagram, and I look forward for you following along. Hey everybody, welcome back to Humans of Van Life. My name is Paige, and we're doing a takeover today. I'm going to turn the tables and interview Nikki. Um, Nikki and I met in Bali five years ago, Mm -hmm. five years ago, yeah, at a what was it at? It was a raw food retreat where we okay. learned how to cook with raw food. Have, are you raw vegan now? No, no absolutely maybe, not. Right? <laughs> like I, I tried, I tried to be a vegan for like a week after I came back and it just fell by the wayside. I'm pescatarian. Nice. Awesome. But anyways, that's besides the point. Yeah. Um, perfect. Well, I've been listening to your podcast now since you started and I just wanted to t- sit down and talk with you mm-hmm. and I wanted your listeners to know who Nikki is mm-hmm. yeah yeah and I was super stoked when Paige proposed this idea to me um, we're here in Calgary uh, because I realized that yeah like it might be nice to have a little bit of a background of the person behind the microphone most of the time mm-hmm. and so I thought when you proposed this I thought wow what a great opportunity for me to learn a bit more about myself as well and kind of be vulnerable because I gotta say it's easier asking questions than um answering questions totally so this will be new for me too yeah and I think that you know your podcast is all about connecting with people and hearing their story mm-hmm. and you have such a cool unique amazing story yourself and so yeah i'm just excited for everybody else to hear that and i'm sure your listeners are excited to hear it as well <laughs> thank you That's yeah beautiful. yeah so i feel like before we dive in we mm-hmm. should maybe give a little bit of a background to mm-hmm. us yeah Um, so it's kind of awesome because I drove my van from Jasper National Park and outside Banff where, where, uh, where I was at a van life diaries meetup and, um, I drove into Calgary and I always, always think of you when I'm in Calgary. Well, I hope so. Yeah. (laughs) You're the only person. So basically I met Paige five years ago and long story short, no, I met you longer than five years ago. Yeah, like five and a half years ago. And mm-hmm. then I saw you again about four and a half years ago. Yeah. You road tripped out here Yeah, when you were 19. So when we, when we met in Bali, I was fresh out of university doing my like travel, see the world, find myself, all that trip. And you were basically doing the same thing out of high school. And I remember meeting you and I was just like, how is this girl 18 years old? Like she is such an old soul. She's so wise. We connected right away on like a very spiritual level on a level that I don't think I've connected with many people on that kind of spiritual wavelength, but it speaks true to like the fact that we haven't seen each other in years, but it always feels like we're connected and we, we catch up once every six months over the phone and we have like a three hour conversation, but it always feels like we are still connected even though we don't see each other that often. 
So that's when we first met. And then when we came back, you went to Salt Spring. I went to Calgary. You did a road trip, right? Yes. You road tripped out here. Yes. And you were 19. And that was the funnest, most random trip. It was so crazy. Yeah. And then here I am again in my van, fully living van life, showing up again and Mm -hmm. meeting you, Mm -hmm. which is so awesome just to see like the growth. Like I feel as if we meet at very monumental times. Yeah. Like now you have this beautiful home, amazing partner, Mm -hmm. and like you're also discovering so much about your life as well. So it just kind of proves that when you have a connection this deep, it lasts. A hundred percent. Like I still consider you my best friend, which is like so awesome. Actually though. And we don't hang out very often at all. I don't see each other. And it's just like natural. Like I'm just so It's so funny that there's like people in your life that you can see every single day and you just don't have that deep connection with, Mm -hmm. but you see them every day. And then there's the people who you see once every four years or whatever, but the connection is just so deep that it's it's just interesting it's profound yeah it's profound like the human experience and what can be um discovered or created through that Mm -hmm. yeah crazy so anyway that's us but you go for it that's us anyways so i really wanted to sit down and talk to nikki because i've been listening to her podcast and i think i mean i know parts of the story but i also am just left with so many questions as well um so Okay, let's start with an easy one. When did you buy your van? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like, why did you buy your van? Wonderful. Yeah, that's great. I don't think many people know that at all. So I bought my van two years ago in August. So it's coming up to actually three years. Sorry, this August. Wow. wow. That's wild. And I bought it shortly after I went down the Oregon coast with one of my friends, Jane, mm-hmm. in her van. Mm. So she has the exact same van as mine, same color and everything, but 1982. So two years younger. Okay. And on this trip, we spent 10 days going down the Washington, Oregon coast. And I like knew about vans and I thought they were cool and rad and beautiful, but I had no idea the community that followed them. So basically what we did is we had this app that was like a van alert app Mm -hmm. and you can sign up to have your driveway available for other van lifers. Really? It's incredible. It's not, and there's only two people in Canada that do it, but the rest in the United States, which is random. And the two people are in Victoria that allow you, one is actually Jane now since the road trip. But basically we would stay at people's homes for free in their driveway and the connections that I experienced yeah. blew me out of the water. Wow. And I'm from a small island. Like, mm-hmm. I'm used to community. I'm yes. used to, like, feeling supported and loved. Every random person that we'd meet mm-hmm. would teach me something, like kindness or how to be humble or how to love. Like, mm-hmm. they fully welcomed me in. Mm-hmm. And when I had this deep connection every time I met somebody. And they always had a Westphalia. Okay. Which is so rad. So we got to like bond over like Jane's van and their van. And they always like handed out stickers, which is something we do. We collect stickers on the road. Okay. And I just remember driving and I would constantly look behind me and view her van. Like I would look behind me in like that Mm -hmm. bench area as I was up front and imagine my own van. Whoa. And I know that you and I talk a lot about manifestation and I Mm -hmm. literally manifest my perfect van. Like I full on visualize it and and I visualize it and then I would feel what it would feel like to have my own van. Like after that experience, I had to have a van because it was just, it was fucking amazing. Yeah. And I wanted that. I wanted to 
get back to that community, that love and belonging feeling. Yeah. So anyway, I kept looking over my shoulder, kept looking over my shoulder. Sure enough, went online. Every van I saw was like fourteen thousand dollars. Like yeah. ten. I was in school. Yeah. I was student loan. Yeah. Wasn't working. Had no money. Okay. And I just remembered that one of my friends, Cole from Salt Spring Island, mm-hmm. had a van, an orange van. And so I messaged him for the hell of it. I was like, why not? Yeah. I was like, hey, dude, I, what are the chances you're selling your van? He gets back to me and says, oh, my God, Nikki, I'm actually thinking of selling my van because I'm moving across to go to school. Okay. Anyway, it's just <laughs> like course. the start. Exactly. <laughs> Salt Spring Island, my hometown. Yeah. The most incredible van. And yeah. not many people know this, but mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you. I bought the van for 35 hundred dollars wow three thousand five hundred wow i had three thousand dollars to my name <laughs> yeah so i had to borrow five hundred dollars from my other best friend Paige. okay spent every last penny i had on it i just was like this is my van yeah craziest thing is is i bought it on the 29th the day after my birthday mm-hmm. on the 28th before i had finalized my me purchasing the van i walked into a coffee shop i cried because it was my birthday and i sometimes cry on my birthday and to the right of the counter was a little Volkswagen Westphalia mug, yeah. orange. Yeah. And I bought it. Sure enough, next day bought the van and never looked back. What? Yeah. That's like a meant to be story right there. Totally. I love that. And but I meant to be, but also I love that you say that you manifested it. Like you sat there and you felt the feelings of what it was like to be a part of that community and you saw yourself in the van in the van and living that lifestyle and like you went out and got it and I think that that that's such a good reminder for me because it's like I know that that's what you need to do in life is when you know that there's something you want you need to visualize it and manifest it into your reality but I love those stories when you hear people actually doing it oh I love it yeah it gives just me goosebumps like right yeah. right oh I love that okay that's so cool <laughs> And so, and so at the time when you bought the van, you were living, you were renting, right? And you were going to school. Correct. And so there was a time where you were renting and you had the van, right? Like, it's not like you bought the van to live in it. Okay. And like, what was the amount of time between that, I Mm -hmm. guess? Two years. Two years. Okay. So two years you were renting, going to school and you had the van like parked outside your house. Exactly. And when were you using the van? Like summertime or... All the time. Okay. So I found myself in the van more than the house. Oh. I would go and eat dinner out there. I would go and put my laptop up and do homework. I would take it down to Dallas Road, this beautiful place in Victoria, Mm -hmm. and sit by the ocean in my van, curl up and make tea. Friends would come over and we'd drink in the van and we'd go party. Uh. I would sleep in the van all the time on the weekend. And even on the weekdays, and I just started being like, this is so interesting because I Mm -hmm. have this beautiful home, Mm -hmm. but I am spending more time in the van. Wow. But I had a roommate at the time, I love Kayla, and just that's like, that was totally absurd to her at the time. She's 32 years old and like, yeah, I just, I didn't, I didn't really know you could live in a van and go to school. I just didn't think it was possible. So interesting. At that time, were you meeting people in the van life community? Like, were you meeting people that actually just lived in their van? Because I know that's really a lot of people in on the island and in Vancouver do that. Mm-hmm. So were you meeting people at that time? 
I was meeting people who had Westphalias and were diehard fans, but didn't live full time. Okay. So that kind of came a little bit down the road. Mm -hmm. So then, and I know you've talked about this story on your podcast. I think it was your first one with Mm -hmm. your girlfriend um, that you lived with for two years. But basically, you guys, you were looking for a place. You got, is it evicted or what happened? Yeah, it's wild. Absolutely wild, I gotta say. But again... Like I was kind of alluding to earlier, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. And when you're pushed out of your comfort zone, yeah. it if you choose to fly and follow your heart, everything lines up. Honestly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the long and short of it was we got rent evicted. We were scrounging around looking for a place in Victoria. Showed up to some places. You may as well have a, had a rat den there. Mold, dark, Ugh. musty, something outrageous like $1,600 a month. One bedroom den. There's no way my mental health, my being, could live in a place like that and go to school and finish nursing. Yeah. But we had this tiny van, or I had this tiny van. Mm -hmm. Kayla had a car. Okay. We couldn't have lived in that van together. It works for partners and families, and that's amazing. I really hold my hands up. But for me and my roommate, that was nothing we could do. We couldn't do that. So then we bought the motorhome, the 1975 Dodge Vanguard. Okay. Because... Basically, we held hands and we're like, fuck it, let's jump. Like she, and before, like she, we are, we have such a beautiful house. We had like white rug carpets, bought a new couch, like everything. We had like years and years and years of stuff Yeah. in a home yeah. together. Yeah. Not to mention she has 10 years on me. So she had like accumulated a whole life, souvenirs, everything. Wow. And we literally were like, we don't have our choice, but also let's get back to the land. Like, Kayla is, um, she's from Fond du Lac, so she's an indigenous uh, person, and we just, like, had this idea of connecting more with nature and, like, getting outside and just, like, living off our land, like, just doing it. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so it was a mix of, like, we had no other choice, and also, obviously, we changed our mindset, and we're like, let's do this. Let's embrace it. Yeah. Yeah. So then we lived in that for eight months, and I just recently, which is so wild to me, because I felt like I've lived in my van for years, but I just recently moved in in April. So it's only April, May, three months. Okay. That's it. Wow. Three months I've been living full-time in Westphalia. Okay. Like full-time. Okay. So you always had the Westphalia. Yeah. And then you guys were li- living in the camper van together. Yes. Okay. Wow. So we literally had a Westphalia, yeah. a camper van, yeah. and Kayla's vehicle Car. all on the same street. That's hilarious. What street was it? Dallas Road. Okay. Like, it's hilarious. Like, all my friends back home know it's, like, the like the queens of the block. Like, we were, like, balling, but not, you know? But we had, like, three vehicles. I had, like, my little... I would sometimes, if I needed space, go in my van and, like, on road trips and things. But our home base was this motorhome that we occupied together and created. And is this, like, a residential street? Like, what is... Is Dallas Road. Mm-hmm. It would be, you know, in Vancouver, how there's like the seawall. Yeah. It's like along there. Oh my gosh. So you have like prime view, like literally the best community, basically. Yes. You guys lived in. However, it is illegal and you're not allowed to sleep in a vehicle and that was that whole that stuff. whole That whole thing, that whole side of things <laughs> that you had to deal with the last two years. Crazy. Exactly. Yeah. It keeps it interesting, right? Mm-hmm. It does. So you moved into your Westphalia three months ago mm-hmm. and what did Kayla do? She got a job. So we sold the... We sold our motorhome. Okay. She lived at her friend's house for a couple weeks. 
um, bless her soul, I would like go and have dinner there that's Missy and she would allow us to wash our clothes and shower and stuff. Nice. And I lived in my van and Kayla received a job in Port Hardy where she's from, okay. which is North Island. Okay. And so she moved up there and started work as an RN and mm-hmm. was like thriving and doing well. And Amazing. Me on the other hand, I deferred my job. And <laughs> <laughs> You're doing amazing too. Yeah, I'm just following my heart in a different so, way. is she living in a van? No. So she's living with her cousin. She got okay. a very great deal on rent. Yeah. Because it's cheap up there. Like, yeah. it's just Victoria, Vancouver. Yeah. That's just outrageous. Wild. So, yeah, she has a beautiful little home, and Good. she's renting, and yeah. That's so fun. I love that you guys had this, like, moment in time where you just shared this, like, crazy, magical, beautiful experience together. Yeah. Um, and now you're doing going your separate ways and living your lives. But, mm. oh, that's so cool. I it love is. that. Um, wow. Okay. So you're an RN Mm -hmm. and you just graduated. You literally just graduated. (laughs) Congratulations. (laughs) Yesterday. So crazy. How do you feel? Light, nervous, but also fulfilled. Okay. And excited. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Now what's what's next what are you doing in calgary what are you doing in your van yeah totally well if i ever get out of calgary i love it here when i'm here with yeah, you you can just stay <laughs> just keep your keep your van in my visitor parking and the guest room is all yours amazing amazing <laughs> community at its finest um so yes i have decided that i am fully committed to my podcast Mm-hmm. And I'm fully committed to networking, traveling around a community, mm-hmm. working on myself and helping others rise and fully jumping into this lifestyle and creating a voice for people like me. So I am traveling for the whole summer and potentially the winter mm-hmm. in my van, just on the open road. I'm going to some Van Life Diaries meetups. Mm-hmm. The next one I'm going to is in Colorado. I okay. think it's like the 12th to the 15th of July. And then there's another one in New Mexico, and then I'm going to descend on Bend in Oregon. Wow. Which is August 29th to September 2nd. Oh my gosh. And actually, I am emceeing at Descend on Bend. They asked me, one of the main guys, I think it's Ryan, and please forgive me if it's not. So rad. Talked to him on the phone. Yeah. He ended up quoting me in one of my podcasts, which is just like such an honor. Totally. And he was just like, I love your energy and your voice. And like, do you want to MC and help us out this year? Stop. Which is so, so amazing. Cool. So cool. So I'm just like basically traveling around, going to fan meetups, yeah. listening to audiobooks along the way, podcasting, meeting people, yeah. like fully diving into life. Yeah. And I'm doing this because I really, really, really feel fucking fought a battle getting through nursing Mm -hmm. it was unbelievably challenging Mm -hmm. like mentally spiritually physically emotionally like it was so challenging and near the end I could feel my soul longing for this longing for this like this is me being out here and I call it the field work because I'm listening to people's stories and listening to their childhood wounds or whatever it is like I'm just learning from others and helping others learn from them Mm -hmm. and that's what I believe the purpose of life is Mm -hmm. it's not about how big your house is how much money you own what your vehicle is like like I mean I'm even interacting with people who live in Subarus full-time 
it's amazing. It's not, you know, it's not just like exclusive to vans. It's just mm-hmm. people who are sick of doing things they think they ought to do mm-hmm. or what society thinks you ought to do. Mm-hmm. And they're fully creating their life. Wow. And I've just like recently shifted with some help from friends and audiobooks and stuff. I've shifted from this kind of victim story or like, ah, fuck, why is this happening to me? Or why is this not happening to me? To full on empowered mode. Mm-hmm. Like, we really are on this earth for a short amount of time, and we have the ability to create whatever we want. Mm -hmm. We just have to choose love over fear, which I just got shivers because you taught me that. You showed me that book five or six years ago when we were in Bali. Mm -hmm. Just finished reading it, or again, like Mm -hmm. I've read it all these years. Mm -hmm. Choose love over fear. Mm -hmm. And that's what I decided to do, and that's what I'm doing. Are you talking about conversations with God? Absolutely. Okay, awesome. Well... Anyone who's listening to this, if you want a good spiritual book, not religious, but it's called Conversations with God, and it's amazing. Um, And the author is Neil Donald Walsh. Yes. Yeah, it's profound. It's amazing. Yeah, life-changing, honestly. Um, Holy smokes. Okay, you said so many things there. I feel like we can dive into so many different things, so many different avenues, but I want to touch on um, your Instagram post Mm. that you just posted reflecting on your graduation day and being back home, leaving the van community. I know you just had a van meetup in Banff. So leaving that, going back to the conventional world and life and, you know, being back with your parents and whoever it is and graduating with your peers and those pressures, I guess. Um, Yeah, speak, talk to us about your about that post and what you what you're going through I guess mm-hmm. yeah thank you for asking that in such a beautiful way mm-hmm. um, yeah I'm just taking a moment right now to take a couple deep breaths because um, I can almost feel like my throat constricting a little bit because it's so big for me okay um, and that's perfect. You're so okay. in tune with your chakras. Mm. You're like, my throat chakra is like tensing up right now. I don't feel comfortable with this. I'm like, yeah. honestly, get as deep or as not deep as you want with this one. I can I can get another question. I can pull <laughs> one out of the hat for you. Thank you. No, it's perfect. Yeah, it was really challenging because I felt as though I didn't fit in. In nursing? Um just into the mundane society okay and i really hope i don't come off abrasive i guess you would say or Mm -hmm. but also if i do then fucking right like Mm -hmm. if you are feeling stimulated by my conversation right now i actually think of that as a win Mm -hmm. really Mm -hmm. like be a pair or be prepared to be offended because i don't want to tiptoe around the bush like Mm -hmm. i just started this conversation doing Mm -hmm. so anyway it was very challenging for me it was like I felt as though I was a total outsider. Like, what I'm doing is quite unique. Mm-hmm. I don't know anybody else that is doing this, like, specifically that had just, like, graduated from nursing, you know, that academic life, that whole 12 hour shift or working towards a house and a family and stuff. Like, this is different. And it's just so interesting how it shook me because I had just come from complete bliss with my family on the road. To all of a sudden, my mom picked me up from the airport. She was like, when are you going to start paying off your student loan? What's the date that you start your job again? 
you can't possibly live near van this winter. It's going to be too cold. All these doubts. And it's really, really, really challenging because I was even getting those from my dad, which is my twin flame, like my twin soul. And he was even saying that as well. He was, and the truth is, is because people don't understand, like this is a different thing, which it's actually not. People have been doing this since, you know, the 1960s and before, Mm -hmm. but it is a bit out of what the world is trying to keep people in this cage, this Mm -hmm. trap, I call it, Mm -hmm. because it is a trap. Not even kidding. I'm gonna divert a little bit. Mm-hmm. On the airplane coming to Calgary today, this mm-hmm. morning, mm-hmm. I sat across. I sat beside these two older gentlemen, and bless their souls, they reaffirmed everything for me. Well, I mean, it's important for me to reaffirm it myself, but they just like helped. Mm-hmm. Basically, the one guy was like, "Fucking rights and power to you for not getting into the trap right after school." He's like, that's what I call it a trap. He's like, I was given a laptop, I was given a phone, and I thought, oh, this is incredible. Yeah. Little do I know, I have a shackle to the foot. Like when you, wow. for me, when you enter the system, like everybody knows this, it's hard to quit a job. It's mm-hmm. hard to say, hey, I need some time for my mental health. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say, I just want to piss off and go travel around the United States with a man. Yeah. Because people look at you like, what are you talking about? And also, we can replace you in a second. Mm-hmm. So I just felt all this pressure and I just started to really realize that who I am is not the person that works a nine to five. Mm -hmm. Who I am is not the person that works Monday to Friday and longs for the weekend, which is what, Saturday, to enjoy myself and then Sunday to catch up on sleep, laundry and meal prep. (laughs) That's not me. Yeah. And thankfully I've had this experience and this privilege of sitting with people yeah like i'm talking about i've sat with a nine-year-old who's dying of cancer and an 89 year old i've sat with a 24 year old dying of cancer a mom of two twins breast cancer dying you think they fucking care about what my house their house or the amount of money they have is no they don't they just want to be loved and want to love yeah and that like if i can just hold on to that and this is a saying if you want anxiety think about the future mm-hmm. if you want depression think about the past mm-hmm. and if you want to be happy be present think yeah. about the now yeah. and I'm just trying to really listen and honor like how do I feel when I'm in community mm-hmm. how do I feel this me up how do I feel when I'm on the road by myself mm-hmm. how do I feel when I summon a mountain that's what I want to continue to feel. When I flew back to Victoria and had to go to the mall to get something Mm -hmm. and had to eat out, I didn't feel good. Busy, chaos, pressure, like I don't feel good. And so my post was just sharing that even though it looks like I'm living this amazing lifestyle and you know, I still have thoughts like that Mm -hmm. because I'm a human Mm -hmm. and I, I have mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Everybody does. That's mm-hmm. my belief. Everybody struggles with it, whether you want to acknowledge it or not. Mm-hmm. And I just realized that I don't need to be, I don't, my foundation does not need to be shaken every time I'm challenged with something. It's an opportunity for me to redefine and educate people about what else is out there. Mm-hmm. Because the system from the moment you are freaking born starts telling you that you need to get in this trap. You need a house, you need a car, you need a bigger TV. Mm-hmm. You need a partner, you need kids, all that to be happy. Mm-hmm. And if I found anything, that's, that's not true. You don't need that to be happy. Mm-hmm. And I don't even need to explain to you guys because I know that people listening know this. 
Of course that contributes to being, making you happy. Of course money does. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying there's so much more behind that fence if you're willing to jump over the fence or go through the fence. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I mean, with your parents too, it's so interesting. I mean, parents are just, they just want the best for you, right? And it's like, I think that, you know, they... You know, you you refer to it as the system, and you can say society, or you can say whatever it is. Um, they've gone through life that way, and I think the farther you get into it, the harder it is to turn back because you have kids, mm-hmm. and you have you have you have a mortgage, and you have these like dependents, like you you know you said shackles. Mm-hmm. But it, it, the 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 farther you get along that path. Of like maybe a life that you don't necessarily love yourself the harder it is almost to get out of it or at least the harder it feels to get out of it and so with your parents too I think it's just in any parents nature to worry about their kids and so they that's the way that they were brought up and now they're worried about you so that's kind of what they project onto you or if it's not your parents if it's other people as well it's like yeah, they just don't understand it, but it doesn't mean if they didn't understand it, they wouldn't love it even more. Mm-hmm. But it's exactly. interesting. It's interesting. And last night, as I uh, had my last sleepover with my dad, I sat down in the bed next to him, and mm-hmm. I, I just opened up this dialogue with him. I basically said, what are you most proud of? Mm-hmm. He said, being a father. I knew he was going to say that. Okay. And I said, wow, what does success for your daughter look like what does success mean to you and we just basically sat in that for a moment and what came out is success to my dad and i'm gonna say this for almost every parent is you want your child to be happy and healthy that's it that's it yeah specifically when you've experienced a child that has depression and has experienced suicide or tried to commit suicide those things really put you into perspective what actually success looks like Mm -hmm. success is being happy and healthy Mm -hmm. it's not if you have a bloody phd Mm -hmm. and you got a house in calgary or you know toronto and you're busting your ass off working 14 hour days that's not success to Mm -hmm. a parent Mm -hmm. that's not success to me Mm -hmm. so anyway as we were hugging at the airport today he just like whispered in my ear he was like what is success to you Mm -hmm. And just like brought me back to that feeling and that just like that total, the honoring of, that, that's that essence of life that I'm chasing and I'm passionate about. Yeah. That's that, those moments, those moments you know about yeah. when it's just like your heart's just throbbing with love mm-hmm. because that's important. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that's so cool because you're coming off of, you know, the van meetup and it's like, I've heard you say it on the podcast so many times that you feel so much healthier healthier mind being in this community and living in your van than being in school or working in the hospital those types of things but I do love that nursing played a role in this Mm -hmm. that you were saying you've been able through nursing to connect to so many different people and to really witness firsthand what is important to people when they are sick or they're at the end of their life or 
whatever, what actually at the end of the day matters. Mm -hmm. And so that's so cool. Besides that, have you thought about how your nursing degree and nursing background is going to propel you in the future, if not working in the hospital? Hmm. That's a great question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think about that often. Um, I would say I'm also on a journey of seeing what else is out there. Like, I'm committed to, if I'm going to work Mm -hmm. in that sector, Mm -hmm. of working for people that are badass and willing to be innovative, willing to admit when they made a mistake, and willing to um, just basically be the best organization or people they can be. So I'm kind of like window shopping. Okay. Like I'm just like seeing what's out there. Like yeah. what organization do I want to be a part of? How can I contribute the greatest amount of change that I want to? Like I do want to make a TED talk. That's a goal of mine. Okay. So I think that my nursing background will also help propel me in that. Yeah. Because let's be honest here. Once you have this goal and ticket, people listen to you better. They do. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I don't necessarily agree with that because mm-hmm. I believe that Tommy Joe on the side of the street has as much to say, if not more, as me. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying that's the way our society is set up. So this is my golden ticket to create the change I want to create. Mm-hmm. I'm not exactly sure what that looks like, but I do know that there is a direct like or linear... Um, correlation. Correlation. Mm-hmm. There's a linear correlation to the essence the art and science of nursing yeah and the art and science of living community and being out there and doing what i'm doing so i don't know the direct yeah correlation yet but i know that it's gonna come as long as i'm just out there and i'm doing the field work yeah doing the field work exactly cool yeah so let's talk about this podcast how how did this come to be how did you come up with this idea tell us everything well, it started with this, my soul longing. Again, this is like, this is the heart whispers that you got to listen to. It started with this longing of wanting to be focused and work on my creative aspects of myself. Because for four years, I've had to sacrifice, sacrifice is not always a negative thing, it's a positive thing sometimes, mm-hmm. but I've had to sacrifice different parts of me in order to succeed and and succeed in nursing. I've had to. So I've put my creative parts aside to thrive in the academic world. Mm. So it all started this longing of wanting to be creative and work on my writing, working on my voice, working on connecting with people. And then it blossomed into this, oh, wow, my grace is connecting with people. Mm -hmm. I'm out here living this lifestyle, doing this. Mm -hmm. Everybody I meet, I have an incredible conversation with. I thought, what about if I record this and share it with others? Mm-hmm. And also, I looked around and noticed that all, primarily, all the focus on van life nowadays, like, let's be honest, you go on Instagram, what mm-hmm. do you see? A couple living out of a van in, you know, I don't even know, Santorini, Greece, may as well be, <laughs> with like the perfect photo. Yeah. That's not reality. Yeah. That's not reality. Yeah. So that's where this whole idea of it's the humans inside the van, not just the van themselves, came to be. Okay. Because even people local love them, totally support like my other peers that are focusing on like just the van tours. Okay. Radical. People want to see that. Okay. But for me, it's not about judging the book by its cover. That's okay. it. 
Okay. It's all about the people inside the band. So I didn't feel as if there was a platform for people like to share their stories. Yeah. So I created one. That's so cool. I thought, I see a gap here. I want to create one. Mm-hmm. And now it gives me so much purpose. Yeah. It gives me so much purpose. And I just am blown away that I am now a podcaster. Right? Like, it's just like the whole idea of like, if you want to get to the gym, just put your shoes on. Yeah. Just step. Just go. <laughs> just go. And here yeah. I am. There you go. So that's how it's all coming. You're to in be. the ring. Oh, you're <laughs> quoting Brene Brown. I'm quoting Brene Brown. You are in the fucking ring, girl. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> cheers to that. That's amazing. I just love that you know that that was Brene Brown. So yeah, cheers to that for Soul sure. connection. Our little naturals. We're drinking natural pineapple vodka sodas. Which, by the way, is by far the Amazing. best. Not sponsored, but sh- should be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> that's funny because when I... So I do not live in a van. <laughs> we are currently at my condo in Calgary. and But I have stayed in a van. So my boyfriend and I went to Portland and we wanted to try out the van life. And we were only there for four days, but we rented a van and we drove it from um, Portland to the coast and lived in it and it was honestly magical it was we were in a Eurovan Volkswagen 2003 Volkswagen Eurovan they called snake it was black and we just <laughs> loved it oh my gosh we had the best time we were the only there for three days and ever since we've come back and we're like oh I want to live in a van and we have a great place like we have a beautiful home I come here every day and I'm so feel so lucky but there is that little like what do you say soul whisper mm-hmm. that's kind of just like oh Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um and then so when you release your podcast I was so excited because I hadn't really done very much research honestly and apart from you I don't actually follow a lot of accounts I, and since listening to your podcast I've totally found people from your podcast and from the community and started following them but um yeah I uh I was listening to your podcast just to kind of fact find and to find out more about it and so interesting listening to the stories behind the people and kind of what brought them to that point because everybody's story is so 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 different but um I just found so fascinating even just the things that like you said people see on Instagram and see that it's super glamorous and you don't realize like when you and your girlfriends are talking about having your period in the van and I was like holy shit yeah like these things that you just wouldn't even think about until you're living it um so for that that for me has been super interesting um I love listening to those funny stories okay so I have a quick question for you yeah before we wrap up if you're willing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what is it yeah that draws you to van life. Yeah. Like, what yeah. What did you get in just those small three days totally. that you guys have carried with you? Totally. And this is interesting because you, you touched on it a little bit at the beginning of, like, just letting go of all of the stuff and getting back to nature. Mm-hmm. Like, we would drive around and find this beautiful outlook in this national park and we weren't supposed to stay there at all but we did and in in Oregon and we had cheese and wine and a little charcuterie board that we set up and we're just we pop the back up and we're watching the waves crash along the beach and we're drinking wine and it's just the two of us and it was bliss it was so it was bliss and it's like 
I, I love that you can find those moments in different places every single day. Really, if you want to, you can pick up and leave and go and find a new pocket of heaven on earth, you know? And I didn't get to experience the van community that I've heard you speak about and heard the guests on your podcast speak about so much. Um, but for Matt and I, just from a standpoint of letting go of all the material things that you don't need and that don't make you happy and just being in such a beautiful place every single day for us that's what we we loved and then hearing you speak about the community I'm like okay well I'm pretty fun I would fit it right into that community (laughs) oh my you would and absolutely would so Matt's a big mountain biker too oh and I mean, we live, we live an hour away from the Rockies. Like we hike all the time. And so I think just the fact of like being able to explore and go to the U S go to explore BC, go to Northern Canada. I've not gone to the Yukon or Northwest territories. Like I would Alaska. I'd love to explore mm-hmm. up there as well. Um, but yeah, to be able to be just in your van, I don't know. It's that like, it, it feels freeing oh, and I only it. had it for a few days. But it felt very freeing. That's like it wasn't tied to anything. No. Yeah. The word freedom comes up every single conversation I have. Yeah. Freedom. freedom. And even myself. Cool. And you just said that. Cool. And also that was so beautiful hearing you say all that. Yeah. Like you, you sound so eloquent and like so, like you're speaking from your heart right now. Totally. Like that 100%. is incredible to hear. A hundred percent. And I think for me too, not only the van stories, but hearing people's stories of people who have just taken that leap of faith Mm -hmm. and despite the fears that we all have they made a decision and they went for it and on the other side of fear is their happiness and they're they're loving it and it's not easy there's it's nothing's easy this is life we're talking about but they find that sense of community and that happiness with this big decision that they made so for me applying it to my life, not even living in a van, but just in my work life and what I want to do moving forward. It's been inspiring to take that leap of faith and decide something that scared the shit out of me, but I did it. And, um, and I get those movements of like fear that come up and then I just tell myself and I got this from your podcast of like in these moments where you feel uncomfortable that is where you're going to experience the most growth and literally I got that from your podcast and it has nothing to do with me living in a van it's just me as a person and I think that that's something that like everybody can relate to of like jumping out of your comfort zone and being in that moment being vulnerable and being uncomfortable those are the moments where you are going to grow and you're going to push yourself and you're going to amaze yourself. Um, so I'm yeah. sitting over here just so you all know, <laughs> tearing up, like full on my mascara is going to run because thank you. Like you've just given me the greatest gift page. This is why I'm doing this. Yeah. You're so good at this it. This is why I'm doing this. Yeah. Like you're picking up things that you like from the podcast and applying them to your life. Yeah that and like we're sitting here creating this space in this container to have this conversation Mm -hmm. yeah we're not on our phones no we're not distracted we're so solely here together so present 
Thank sure. you. And I thought I was going to fumble up my words so much in this podcast. I was like, I'm going to be so in my head, but it's really just like we're just talking, yeah, the are. two of us. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just so proud of you with this podcast. And that's why I wanted to interview you and turn the tables because um, I just love what you're doing. And I think people need to know you more because you're so special and wonderful and beautiful. And you have this amazing gift of connecting with people, of giving them your full undivided attention and seeing the beauty in people. And you, of anybody I know, you get so excited about the little things <laughs> in life. Do you not? Like, did I not nail, nail the head? What, what do you want to nail say? Nail the head or the head or something. You get so excited, like, of the littlest things and it it's so inspiring because I'm like yeah it's a beautiful day look at this look at where we are and you're just like so grateful and excited all the time um anyways you just have this amazing ability to connect with people so this is exactly what you need to be doing like and you're doing an amazing job and I love the podcast so Thank I really you wanted so to much. be on it <laughs> turn the tables a little absolutely and like I I just feel like this was so done so well mm-hmm. I haven't even listened to it but I already know I hope so I would love to do this more <laughs> like this is awesome right? I love having you here and I hope and I'm sure by the time I leave Calgary you might be getting a van and well yeah to have you on the road with us exactly we didn't even I think we almost need a whole other podcast for me to ask you questions about yeah. the van life but um yeah Matt and I we're we're seriously considering it so maybe I'll maybe I'll be seeing you down down the coast down the u.s beautiful <laughs> okay well thanks again that for was being so here. fun well thanks for listening everybody yes. <laughs> until next time thank you for tuning in to humans of van life i hope you enjoyed this episode and come back for more stay tuned